Hi friends, and welcome to the Healthy Beyond 40 show. I'm Michelle, Mama Four, a military wife. I have my doctorate in physical therapy and I'm an online personal trainer, health coach, and yoga teacher. Do you wish that you had more energy and could get into shape? Do you feel like you're struggling to lose weight? Maybe you've tried a diet before, but it just wasn't sustainable, and now you don't know how to get started. We're gonna look at health holistically here, and most importantly, keep things simple and quick. If you're ready to develop healthier habits, exercise consistently, and lose weight sustainably without long workouts or following strict diets, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, I bring together my expertise with real life strategies. No magic pill here, so lace up those shoes and get moving. Do you ever feel anxious, stressed, sad, overwhelmed, and reach for food? Well, today I'm gonna be continuing my talk about emotional eating. So in the last episode, I got to interview Natalie and she shared her struggles with emotional eating. And I just felt like I didn't get to say and teach enough on there. So today I'm going to be diving a little bit more into emotional eating and talking you through different things that you can do if you experience this. Emotional eating or stress eating is so common. So if you don't know what I mean by this, it means when we're feeling some type of an emotion, and we turn to food typically for comfort or to feel better. So what we need to do here is we need to retrain your brain because it's used to this pathway. It's used to feeling something for, let's say, for example, that's anxiety when we feel anxious, that we go to reach for food and we get a dopamine rush and it makes us feel better. And we might still end up back in that same cycle because we never really dealt with anxiety. We just sort of smothered it with food. So we have to retrain our brain to do something different. And that takes some time. It takes trying some different things and it takes consistency and working through some deeper things that are going on to really get to the core of this. One of my clients that I've been working with recently struggles with emotional eating and sometimes it's for comfort. Sometimes it's just for feeling way stressed and overwhelmed. She has a very emotionally demanding job. So what we do is we look at what happened. What were those actions she took around food? And when she took those actions, what was she feeling? What were those emotions? What was she feeling in her body? And what does she actually want? And with this client, she loves when we use meditations and visualizations. So we talk through some of these different things that she's going through. And we get to those deeper issues. What are the actual feelings? What are those thoughts? And what does she want? And then we put that all together using a meditation where we slow down, where we get into our calming nervous system and also visualization so that we can start to change those pathways in her brain. So next I wanna walk you through some steps if you are noticing that you emotionally eat. And maybe this isn't something you do all the time, but it pops up. And especially even if you don't have a good way of dealing with your feelings, and even if they don't impact your eating, this is good to go through. So this is things I do for myself too. So even though I don't struggle with emotional eating right now, these are still steps that I take to work through my feelings and my emotions. So number one is first just recognize your feelings. Give it a label. I'm anxious. I'm sad. I'm angry. I'm really frustrated. Whatever it is, starting to label that and be okay with that. 
a lot of us, especially if it's a negative emotion, we have a negative feeling about it. Like we shouldn't feel that way. Feeling that way is bad. So we need to break that down and allow ourselves to recognize these feelings and label them. Next, you want to recognize that feeling in your body. So I have done some somatic therapy myself, and I'm actually going through a certification. I'm halfway through for somatic healing. And what somatics is, is becoming aware of our body and what's going on inside. There's so much wisdom in our body. And for most of us, we have pushed that off. We don't sit still. We don't sense what's going in our body. But what's going in inside of our body rules how we act. So when our heart rate starts speeding up or we start feeling that butterfly in our stomach, that leads to us acting differently in some way. And we can start becoming aware of what these feelings feel like in our body. We can start to make some changes as we bring awareness to that. So number three is to ground yourself. So once you've recognized these feelings, you know that sensation that you're feeling inside of your body, then you need to ground yourself. So deep breathing is a great thing. Sort of getting calm so that your mind can be clear. Because when we're feeling something, it feels really intensely. And we typically don't have a good grip on the thinking part of our brain. So us as humans, we have this special thinking part of our brain. But when we're stuck in high emotional states, we don't have access to it. So I love doing deep belly breathing to really ground myself. And once you've grounded yourself to ask yourself, what do I need? So typically there's an emotion and behind that emotion, there's a need. So it might be a sense of safety, of comfort, whatever that is, that's what you actually need. So it's not the food or whatever your go-to is when you feel your emotions, knowing what that actual need is. And then the next step is you're having these different feelings is looking at your thoughts and actually figuring out what is true in this situation. Because just because we're feeling something doesn't mean it's true. Just because we're having a thought doesn't mean it's true. And we have to bring ourselves back to the truth. But we need to do that in a grounded state where our body is calm so that we can think clearly. So real quick, recognize your feelings, label them. Recognize what it feels like, that sensation inside of your body. Number three, ground yourself. Number four, what do you actually need in this moment? And number five, what is true? What thoughts are true? All right, so that's a great little five-step process you can walk yourself through when you're feeling emotion and you want to do something different and you actually want to work through that emotion a little bit. It's also important that you have calming rituals throughout your day. So for me, that's starting my day off in prayer and reading the Bible. And I typically do some type of movement, Christian yoga, or going for a walk with that. I also try to have a couple really short mini breaks during the day. And also in the evening, I like to have a calming ritual. I know you guys have heard me talk about Organifi's green juice, but I also like having their gold in their evening. So it's a calming drink. And it has lemon bulb in it. So lemon bulb is a really calming herb. Sometimes I'll have lemon balm tea with lavender. But I love their gold drink. And they also right now have pumpkin pie spice in their gold 
and it is so good. You can just smell the spices when you open the bag and in your drink. So I like to add a spoonful or two of canned coconut milk, or you can make it with an almond milk, something a little creamy. And it's a really calming ritual at the end of my day. So I typically like to journal or pray or do something, but also have a drink, a calming drink that's healthy for me and helps to ground me. So if you guys want to check that out, use the link down below and use the code HEALTHY20 to save 20%. And also their pumpkin spice is a limited flavor, but they said they will have it through February. So if you guys can get that, check it out because it is so good. And I want to talk about one emotion because it's typically very common, but it's very unrecognized. So I want to talk about shame. And it's a sneaky one because a lot of times we're not recognizing it. So shame is when we might feel embarrassment or humiliation, but it doesn't have to always be so obvious. So a lot of times when we use the word should, I should do this. I should do that. Sometimes there is shame behind that. So if we stay stuck in shame, and especially if we're not quite aware how much shame we're feeling around something, we're going to be stuck in that cycle that we're in. And if we're feeling shame and we don't know how to work through that, again, we're going to be stuck in that same circle. So maybe you have feelings that you're feeling ashamed of. Maybe you're ashamed of your anxiety, your depression, your sadness, and you feel bad about feeling that way. And like you shouldn't feel that way or it's too much or you're really fine or life's not that bad and you shouldn't feel this way. So notice how I was saying shouldn't in there, those shoulds. So when we're stuck in that, those feelings are going to stay. They're going to amplify. They're going to get worse. They're going to keep leading us to doing things that we don't want to, like emotional eating or yelling at someone, whatever it is. We also may feel shame around some of our actions, what we eat what we do or do, don't do concerned to exercise. Maybe we feel shame that we need a bigger seat belt or that we have to turn to the side to get through an aisle or whatever it is. And we feel shame about those. And those feelings do not move us forward. They do not propel us to change. They keep us stuck. So shame keeps us stuck. And I feel like I was pretty unaware of shame in my own life until someone, a coach, started to point it out to me. And I was like, wow, I didn't notice I was saying should. I didn't notice I felt so bad about feeling that way because we're used to stuffing things down. And we do that, we're going to stay right where we are. So I encourage you to take some time to pause and notice where in your life is there possibly shame lurking, especially shame that you're not aware of. And if you're aware of that shame, how can you work through it instead of staying stuck in it? All right, so let's recap some things that you can do in the moment. And if you guys are listening, I'm going to write this in the description so that you guys can visually see it so that you can copy and paste it if you want to paste it to a document, write it on your walls is one, recognize your feelings, label them. Two, recognize the feelings, the sensations in your body. Three, ground yourself. Four, ask yourself what you actually need right now. And number five, figuring out what is true in the situation that you need to tell yourself. So those are five steps you can take in the moment of a hard emotion. 
And I also encourage you to look at if there's any feelings of shame in your life that you need to work through and that may be holding you back. In the next episode, I'm going to go over some ways to continually work on your emotions outside of an acute time. So today we talked about some tools that you can do in the moment when you're feeling an emotion, but we also need to do some work outside of it. So in the next episode, I'm going to walk through different things that you can do outside of these strong emotions where you can start to work through some of these deeper issues that you have going on. I hope that you guys took something away from this episode. But if you're not actually sure what your next step is, or if weeks from now you still haven't made any progress, and if you're ready to dig deep and get to the root of your emotional eating, freedom may just be a phone call away. So I encourage you to set up a free health coaching call with me and start to work through this process so you can get out of this vicious cycle of emotional eating and have true freedom and have confidence. There's gonna be a link down in the description below where you can set up your free call and take that first step forward.